Hello and welcome to Castle Hill Cricket Chat for another episode. This is our 12th. Sometimes I wish there were 10 or even 14 day weeks because there's that much to cram in. All cup competitions are in full throttle and we have a packed schedule to unpack and lament on the notable moments. In the opener, we've just heard the cup draws for the last four of our domestic competitions which threw out an odd and unique equation which I think makes it worthy of a deeper discussion. But as always, we enjoy the company of an esteemed guest and this one really is someone whose cricketing and personal story is something which won't do anything other than dominate your thoughts. James Noble, who's known to just about everyone in Huddersfield cricket circles as Keith. Uh, as a captain of Skulls Cricket Club for the best part of a decade, he, he gained huge success when he took over the rudder in the mid-noughties after relegation had hit them hard in 2007. What followed was nothing short of spectacular. A Byram Shield in their first season back in the top flight that was followed by a Black Sheep Champions of Champions trophy the next year. And then, to cap it all, in 2017, the Sites Cup. However, along with those highs, James, along with his former partner, Abbott, have experienced bitter lows. In 2020, they sadly lost their second child, Harry, in infancy. This huge loss spurred James onto a fundraising campaign to help those that cared for Harry in those months in hospitals in Barnsley and Sheffield. James will tell us all about that and his hopes and plans for the fundraiser as it goes on from strength to strength. So let's get straight into it and enjoy this episode. And here we are with your weekly summarisation of local cricket under the gaze of Castle Hill. Well, well, we're not really under Castle Hill. Andrew Crawshaw, one of our weekly contributors, might be, might be, but we're from all over the shop, even as far as Oldham. Yeah, I can hear your boos already. But Andrew, does the castle look resplendent where you are? Of course it does, as it yes. always had since uh, the Jubilee Tower, the Queen Victoria Tower. Yes, it's. Uh, um, a focal point, not just for Albonbury, but for the town. Marvelous, marvelous. It's great. To, it's great. It's great. It's a great little um, little thing. You can see it for miles around. You know what I mean. Most cricket clubs as well. So, yeah. Um, Steve, uh, a little bird tells me you've got a trip to the seaside, namely Scarbados, in the near future. It'll probably <laughs> be a quiet affair, given the people who accompany you these to these type of sojourns, won't it? <laughs> Evening, chaps. Yeah. Um, quiet. I'm not so sure about that. Mm. I'm, I'm off to watch Yorkshire there uh, for yep. a couple of days next month with uh, Ash Pamant, uh, Codder, uh, Tristan Jackson, and a guy called Grizzled, who oh, I've yeah. never met in my life. So, <laughs> so, so it should be an interesting trip, to say the least. Yeah. Grizzled, indeed. Grizzled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's probably a way that will describe you in the days following this trip. I probably, imagine, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, probably. But welcome once again to the show, guys. Great to have you back on. Um, our guest on this jam-packed episode of Castle Hill Cricket Chat is the one and only James Noble, also known uh, across the, uh, the the land as Keith. Um, most listeners who tune in will be well aware of his connection and his achievement with Skulls Cricket Club. Uh, when it comes to highs and lows in cricket, Keith has ridden that roller coaster many a time. Uh, however, off the field, he's as wholesome a guy as you could get to know. And in all honesty... Um, his story is something everyone ought, ought to hear. Um, 
James, thank you for coming on Castle Tricky Chat. Uh, really glad you could join us. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for the kind word, Jamie. Thanks for having me as well. Um, evening, everyone. Um, just going back to Steve's trip there. If Grizzled's half as bad as the other people that's accompanying you, it will be will be one hell of a trip. I think that. <laughs> I, I think we're going to devote a part of the show to the stories um, that he can actually say that's on the trip. Anyway, it'll be, it's going to be great. A great to hear hear, hear about the uh, the exploits uh, of the Skulls contingent uh, and Golker one. <laughs> but Keith, uh, again, thanks for coming on, and um, of course we'll, we'll reflect on some of those cricketing men. men soon uh, along with your current fundraising campaign which i'm pleased to say looks like it's going great guns from from where we're sitting yeah it is we've um we've had an unbelievable response to be fair um i think we're nearing fifteen thousand pounding is just giving page um and we've got a, an auction and, and golf day organized for later on in the year and we've already had well over 100 items pledged for that um i think Fantastic. we'll try to get some details out further but yeah it's it, it, to be fair it's gone even better than I, I could ever have dreamed of. So yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be a success. Right, brilliant. Well, I mean, we will go go into uh, you know the, the whys and wheres of, of the fundraising uh, in due course. Um, uh, but certainly, uh, you know, everyone's been really generous so far, and uh, let's hope they really continue to uh, carry on with that generosity. And Absolutely. yeah, so um, I mean, first we normally start the show with something we can all relate to, so we, we usually call it the opener. Um, uh, the main domestic competitions have only just today had their draws for the semi-final stages. Um, so I think it's fair to say we could discuss the draw for those really, and uh, it also there's some quirky, uh, a, qu- a quirky uh, sort of twist of fate uh, where uniquely the uh, the Sykes Cup and Paddock Shield involve the same four clubs, first teams and second teams, and they're all playing uh, the the same uh, teams in the semi-finals. So I'll go through the draw quickly. Um, the Sykes Cup semi-finals uh, reaches uh, in two weekends, uh, July the fourth and July the eleventh. The first. Um, a uh, tie is Morelands versus Skelmanfort at Morelands. And then at Chapelgate, a bustling Chapelgate, I'm sure it'll be Skulls versus Hoyland Swain. Uh, Oddfellows Cup, uh, Cumberworth United versus Burtby Rolls Hill on the fourth. And Lepton Highlanders versus Emily Clarence. And then the Paddock Shield, which uh, notably, uh, Skelmanfort v Morelands, the flip uh, side of the Sykes Cup, is on that first weekend, the Jalit Fourth. Uh, Hoyland Swain v Skulls is on the second weekend, uh, second teams, and Earnshaw Cup finally, Cartworth Moore versus Lepton Highlanders, followed by Shelley versus Marsden. Guys, what was your, uh, I'll ask uh, Andrew first, what was your opinions when you, when you, when you, did you see the draw earlier today? I did, yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it, really? I mean, you know, it's going to cause lots of debate, lots of discussion mm. about, about the wise wherefores and uh, and how this is going to be managed. Um, I'm, 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 it, it, it's very difficult, and I'm sure lots of people have got lots of opinions, but I think probably one thing that we should take into consideration initially is the fact that you know the, the situation that they find themselves in, the league finds themselves in, which is a unique situation. So whatever they do is going to please some and not please others, because it, it's going to be, as, as I said before, You've got four te- you know, four teams there, but the, all the f- clubs, if you like, four never mind four mm. four teams, four clubs that have been paired together in two competitions, and it is really, really difficult to administer. And I, I dare say that lots of people can come up with lots of questions: what if this happens, or what if that happens, what if it rains, what if this happens, mm. whatever it, whatever it might be, can he play in this game or can he play in that game? All all this sort of thing. Um, is there going to be an easy answer? No, there certainly isn't. Um, hopefully, 
the weather will be fine. We've got no injuries, no problems for any club, whatever, and um, and the games can be played in um, in perfect conditions, no problems, and then there's nothing really to discuss, is there? Um, I bet there is, though. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think so. Steve, um, you, 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 both. I mean, if you're a Skelmerfort fan, you know you've got to choose now, haven't you? Which uh, which are you going to watch first team or second team? You know uh, uh, the way the way the, the draws have panned out there. It's an interesting one, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, well, I, I agree with everything that Andrew's just said. Look, I, let, let's hope it all goes to plan. Um, but but let, look, uh, I'll talk about the Sites Cup because that's what I know. Yeah. Um, I, I think what we've learned this season, particularly in the Premiership, is that anyone can beat anyone. You know, obviously, Swain are probably favourites from from the last four teams left in but it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if anyone out of those four went on to win it like, like you said Jamie Swain travelling to Skulls is, is a is a massive tie there'll, there'll be a huge Skulls crowd there on that day and that's like having a 12th man up there it's it's fantastic if, if you're playing for Skulls in front of that home crowd uh, so anything could happen and then Moreland's Versus Shats, an interesting one too. Obviously, Moorlands are a very strong side, but but you look at Skelmerthorpe, and you know they're not they're not in the Sites Cup semi final for through luck. You know they 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 deserve to be there, and they've got experienced match winners all the way down their side. So um, that that will be a cracking tie as well. Um, and you know, and I'll, I'll tell you something else. Well, personally, I've always found Keith. I don't know if you'll echo this, but playing in the semi-finals more nerve-wracking than a final because you've always got that nagging thought of actually getting to the final in the back of your head. You know, it's it's like yeah, absolutely it, it, losing in a semi is such a terrible feeling. Um, so I, I should know it's happened to me four times. So <laughs> so yeah, semi-finals are so unpredictable. So I, yeah, two two fantastic ties there. Yeah, they are great. Uh, Keith, uh, I mean, we'll go back to that 12th man at Chapelgate uh, sort of uh, uh, situation that, that Cobb... Oh, it's helped us many a time. And it's, it, well, Steve feels the effects at Golka as well. You know, that that wave of from the, the sidelines, it, it can certainly help you in a, in a, in a close game. Um and and I think they will be both close games. I mean, I haven't watched a great deal of cricket this time, but um, like Steve just touched on there, Skelmanthorpe, they're probably a premiership team and everything by the name. You know, they're, them guys are flying. They've got good depth, which this year, being it with the COVID and everything, a lot of teams haven't got great depth, but they, they seem to have it and, and they, they're, they're playing well. They'll be confident to go to Mullins and, and, and get a result, definitely. And I think Scholes will as well. We've played Ireland Swain. Uh, we've always wanted to try and stand up and be counted. And don't get me wrong, there's times when when they've absolutely thrashed us, but there's also times when we've turned them over. So there's there's and the the memories of that are still in that squad. There's people there that have, that have beaten Ireland Swain. So yeah, they'll fancy it definitely. Um, it is a shame that that they both could be played on the same day. But like like Andrew touched on, it's you, you're not going to please everyone. And if you move one of the fixtures, is there someone available that's possibly on holiday or not on holiday? And I think the best thing to do, from my point of view, and it doesn't always it doesn't always pan out like this, but just you try to use a bit of common sense. And if if the if the four clubs could get their heads together and try and try and work out a plan where you could separate the teams so people can go watch the team on both weekends, then that's great. But if it's not gonna 
work or it'll benefit one more than the other that, that I think unfortunately you've got to kind of stick with what the draws come out with but yeah, yeah that's that's for the league to sort out yeah it, it is I mean uh, Christian Whitaker, who a player who, who, who I think you've both probably played with uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong uh, though I think yeah, you used to play at school yeah we have yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right yeah. yeah I mean he did mention on Twitter and I'll read his tweet out because it's quite a valid point um, doesn't feel right for the second teams who've made it to the semi to be playing in front of one man and his dog as everyone in the Sites Cup game is probably going to watch the first team. It's a simple issue to resolve, in my opinion, by moving dates to maximise interest in all four matches. So, um, you know, unsurprisingly, there's quite a few likes on that tweet. And, um, yeah, there, there, there is going to be a, a sort of movement uh, to, to, to see if they can get them dates swapped over. The, the, what, I mean, I, I will... Uh, there was a time when Delft got... We got scuppered a little bit by, by that, with both teams being in the, in the Paddock Shield, where... Uh, sorry, the Paddock Shield Insights Cup, where they, they play the Paddock Shield match the first weekend, and uh, but uh, we we had an injury in the uh, in the in the second week of the Sites Cup, but all players were were cup tied then because you can't play uh, in one semi final and then play in the next. So um, you know it, it's probably something to bear in mind just in case you know a just in case sort of scenario. But yeah, I mean uh, you know what's your space? I, I I don't know. You know maybe the 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 league may may even uh, um, discuss it a bit further. Well, so. there is one thing, Jamie, about this is that, that I really do hope. That that all the games go off on the scheduled time that you know that the league has put them down because if they don't and there are issues regarding this be prepared for an annual general meeting where there are 927 rule amendment uh, <laughs> changes for what happens if this happens yeah, because yeah, yeah, because that if. that that's how it works isn't it that's yeah. how it how, how things happen so just let hope everything um, happens on the day that it's supposed to happen, and it goes off well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be uh, myself going to both sites cup semi-finals uh, at least. Uh, I, I've tried to take some pictures uh, this season with my brand spanky new camera, uh, which <laughs> makes everyone look fat. Uh, as all the golf <laughs> players have just found out, and they're all hurriedly going to the gym every week uh, more often. Amazing, amazing. If you want to get your team fit. Get a get a get a Nikon eight hundred pound camera. That'll uh, that'll get him uh, get him get him looking trim. Uh, <laughs> after that, I digress. Anyway, should we just go on to our guest? I think that might be the. <laughs> uh, we'll move on quickly, but welcome, James. As I alluded earlier, James. Uh, oh, oh, Keith. We're going to call you Keith. Yeah, we're of course uh, our welcome guest. Uh, just like Sir Kelly last week, James has been at the forefront of many years of success on the pitch and. Um, Anyone who's ever watched a game that James has played in, you've indeed heard him uh, as a constant vocal presence. Uh, you, you like you, you've, you're very vocal on the pitch, aren't you, James? Uh, aren't you Keith? I'll, I'll take that as a to say. compliment. I think yes, as a backhanded. It, it's, maybe. A defi- it's a definite compliment. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, you yeah, need like, to have it. You need to have it. I like to encourage my teammates uh, where possible and possibly discourage the opposition as well at the same time, but. Uh, yeah, it's all. Uh, it, yeah, it's part of the game. I actually enjoy, and, and also helps you feel for fifty overs because I know a lot of people don't enjoy fielding. But if you if you're nagging away and you can you can keep yourself entertained for fifty overs and three hours on a pitch, it, it all helps. Are you an, are you a nagger, Cobber? Are you a nagger as well? Uh, or do you leave that for others? I, I, I choose my moments. I can <laughs> be. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Jack, very selective. Jack is. When, 
Yeah, Jack is. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm a selective <laughs> nagger. Let's say. Uh, yeah, you know. that's good. That's good. I have that's, my teams. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, Skulls is your club, really. Um, I think you've placed most of your cricket at Skulls. Um, you began playing cricket at Skulls aged aged about five, was it not, uh, James? It was. So yeah, it was um, a lot of me, the lads that I kind of not grew up with, but they were a bit older. And they all played in the under thirteens, and it was just a chance, a chance really, someone dropped out and ended up playing when I was five, and kind of stuck with it. So in the under thirteens, yeah, um, yeah. I think one of my earliest memories we played Barnsley away at the Shaw Lane mm-hmm. ground, and they had Alma and uh, Zach Morris playing. I think a couple of them either Yorkshire, England, yeah. the thirteens, and yeah, they gave us a good good hiding. But yeah, that was uh, a good start to my cricket career. Mm. Where's, where does where did the name Keith come from? Was that was that from later in your career? I would imagine. Yeah, um, it actually came. So when I left college, I worked in the bookies in the centre of Huddersfield. Until I decided what I wanted to do, and um, a chap used to come down from St Luke's Hospital, and um, I had the name badge James, and he'd been coming in a couple of years, and. Um, he said to me one day, I said, he goes, oh, I, I never realised that your name was Keith while he was staring straight at my name badge. And <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, Coddy found out and yeah. the rest is history. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just about to say, um, how on earth could that have stuck? And then I just remembered, oh, of course, Coddy's bloody, uh, yeah. was on the team. He, there's no way he'd, any, he'd let that lie, you know what I mean? So. No, and yeah, he, he didn't let it lie. <laughs> Mel Booth put it in the examiner and yeah, that was it. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, Skulls for me, uh, I mean, the nicknames at Skulls are just tremendous. If you just walked along the ground, uh, you'd have Ned. I mean, there's no, there's no resemblance to Lou Brook, Lewis Brook. You've got Umbeda. Uh, well, I haven't got a clue where that comes from. I'm sure Josh will let us know one day. He might come on the show. But uh, And also Bru- Bruiser Brook is probably the closest, isn't it? But who, who makes these nicknames up at Skulls? Uh, ask that. There's a, Coddy's certainly one of them, but there's, there's a few, to be fair, that compete with it. And, and most of the nicknames now have kind of gone like third and fourth generation. So even we haven't got a clue where they've come from. You just, mm. um, they just stick, don't they? Yeah. They stick, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I don't think anyone's called by the real name, but. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's good fun. Yeah, so your skull your skulls cricket in uh, yeah, I mean I, I think the, uh, the, the, the there was the, the, there wasn't under under elevens and under thirteens I don't think at skulls when uh, when you got to that that age. So you moved to Melfam then, uh, which would have been uh, would have been probably like uh, mid 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 nineties, maybe even slightly earlier. Was that would that right? Yeah, early to mid nineties. Yeah. Mm. So when I got to ten and my mates all kind of moved on, um, we didn't we didn't have a team. So my um, dad used to work with Chris Berry Cleaver that played at Meltham. Yeah. Um, in the nineties, and um, I, I think through people he knew as well, and they said, "Oh, come here." So they had a good setup, good junior setup. Mm. So I went there, and yeah, it was it was a good time to be there. You know, they had a very successful team, and. Um, with four sides, cups in a row, and it black is, sheep, yeah. and yeah, it was good. Good to be there. Yeah, there, I mean, there's many, many a great, um, uh, great names and great players from from that period. Uh, a lot of them would have been in the coaching setup, wouldn't they? Uh, you know, coaching and encouraging you. Which, which sort of players would would, would running all that that setup? Well, uh, Jimmy Jacobs was a, a name from the past that he was yeah. the, the like the under thirteen coach to start with. Uh, but then, yeah, as you, as you kind of made your way into second team, it were uh, Mui and Armour, John Armitage, mm-hmm. um, and then first team. Yeah, the next used to have Dave Cockin and Paul Booth, Ian Swallow. You know, so they were like yeah. proper cricketers and and. You know, and, and happy to help as well. You know, Dave Cockin maybe not quite so much. He kind of growled at you a bit and <laughs> just kept bowling back of a length so you couldn't hit him. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Still competitive, but... <laughs> even. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, we had we had a good team at Meltham. You know, like Junior's very good team. We never we could never beat Golka. You know, Golka had a you had a good team, didn't you, Steve? Back back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Long time ago, that James. Mm, it is, mate. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, around about the, the early north, the north is that would when your your move back to Skulls came about when you're about sort of in, in your teens. Um, you know, you're on in the in the first first team setup back back then. Uh, what yeah, year was so, that? What year was that? So it was two end of the two thousand season. So two thousand, I played for Meltham and kind of just broke into the first team yeah. and we got relegated. So that was. Yeah. A, Good start, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, because I had connections with schools, uh, Ash Pammon um, and Coddy got into my ear and said, "Oh, like they'd won the league in 2000." Said, "Oh, come back to schools. We wanted, we were trying to rebuild a squad to challenge again. We've signed Cobas. We signed at the same time, didn't we, Steve? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, same season. Yeah, same season. So, so I joined a league-winning team with they just signed probably the best cricketer that there was around as a junior. Yeah. So, oh, this is, yeah, I'm all right here. And then team sheet went up for the first game. You're in the second team. All right, brilliant. And stayed still there for half a season, but rightly so, because yeah. it, was a, it was a strong team, a very good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll back that up, won't you, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Right, well, it didn't take you long, Keith, did it? Like, let's face it, you know, I, I remember... Was it your first game? I'm I'm trying to remember now, but I'm sure you scored seventy odd in one either your first or second game uh, in in the first yeah, team. First... And was that right? So it, it was yeah, first time I batted in the first time. I might have played before and not got a bat, but we played Slawit. Uh, that was it. Yeah, we were going to Slawit, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. At home, and we I think they thought it was a game that was possibly a little bit easier. Slower, yeah. Um, so they put yeah. me up to number four, um, and I know Waz Jaffa got about hundred not in not much time. And that was kind of it. I managed to cement the place, and it was a, yeah. yeah, it was a good season. We had a good run in the Black Sheep as well, didn't we? We got beat Chef Collegiate and yeah. played Pudsey Kongs in the no, semi. It was a great season. It was a, yeah, it was a great season. Was, it's yeah. hard, hard to believe it was it was twenty years ago. This, this twenty year, years you know. ago. But 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 yeah, I I knew Keith through junior cricket as he's touched on, and then we went to schools at the same t- season, two thousand and one, and we 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 obviously played a lot together, and, and we're still good friends now. Um, I I, th- I think just going back to what you said, Jamie, the thing most people admire about Keith is that he's always played with the, with a smile on his face. Don't get me wrong, he's a proper competitor and winner, but but he's been such a good servant to schools over the years, and. And and he he's one of the first people that after the game, whatever's been said out there, you know, you you know, you want to go and have a beer with him afterwards because yeah, he's a cracking lad. So, I'll, I'll certainly yeah. back that up. Have a, a a couple of beers over the years with you, uh, Keith after after Delft games. They've always been pretty close as well, aren't they? And uh, well fought out, and it's uh, it's been good to sort of chew the fat after games as well. Uh, with, 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 yeah, with, I think that's part and parcel of it. That's um, my dad. Yeah. My dad played football that more than cricket but you know like that from his ear and generation it was like doesn't matter what goes on the field you, you go for a couple of pints after and and you're all mates like my my all my friends uh, through sport pretty much and um and, and long-standing friendship like say me and steve have gone back junior cricket 20 30 years same with side kelly and and you could go on naming people forever you know so it's yeah that's that's part and parcel of it for me and hopefully that continues for for everyone going forward. Yeah. Andrew, when was the first time you came across Keith in your cricketing uh, sort of uh, umpiring career? Well, probably the second season in the Huddersfield League. Um, and I've been up at schools a few times. I know that, you know, me and Keith have sat and, and spoken in the bar after his, uh, his, trips to Aust- his trip to Australia. Um, wow, yeah. And, uh, 
you know, and because uh, he was lived in the same part of Australia that, that my daughter lived in for a while as well. And uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we, we, we've crossed swords a few times. I've told him to shut up a few times as well, you know, so it's, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, Skulls is one of these places that, like you say, if you, I think it's bizarre, isn't it, really, when you're talking about local cricket, really. Skulls is one of these places, as is Golka, um, where an opposition can either rise to it or or be antagonised by it, if you want, by the, the, the crowd, because it is, you know, a lot of people go to watch these sides, and uh, particularly on like a sunny day on a on a Sunday or something, then then you get a lot of people there, and, and Skulls, um, particularly because of as what Keith said, it's so compact and the you know the people watching are almost on top of you. I, I'm sure they've got absolutely no idea what's going on in the pitch, but they make a lot of noise. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. And, 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 yeah, and I suppose it, I suppose it's all part and parcel of it. You know, as a, as an official, obviously, I just uh, shut my ears to it. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Um, uh, and uh, the, well, we've talked about 2001, obviously, with the Byron Shield there. Um, relegation uh, came around about in 2007 which was a bit of a big blow for the club um, uh, and you were part of that how much did, how much, how much did that hurt when uh, and, uh, and what were the chief what were, what were the, what were the reasons for uh, for that what, what what really happened was it just a bit of un- unluckiness unfortunateness or was it no I swear a little bit with, with a couple of injuries but I don't, in general we just weren't good enough um, I think we'd kind of that era that from the, the the success they had in the early the early two thousands, Coddy and Ash Palmer and Dave Weston, Side Parkinson, you know, like Cobbach had gone back to Golkey, like the big big shoes to fill and, and we'd kinda of managed to do it for a couple of years and and we also it was that, that year they were we were focusing on building the new clubhouse. So we used to have the old the old shed that was there. Um and they put a lot of focus on that and I'm not saying that was the reason we got relegated, but it certainly took the eye off the ball to some degree, but long and short, we we just didn't play very good cricket, and it yeah. was it was tough, you know, tough to take. But the the good thing was the lads that we we went down, they just kind of said, right, we're going to stick together, we're going to come back up and and make a concerted effort to do that, and and thankfully we managed to do that first time, we bounced back straight away, which uh, which was a good achievement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it, it was it was really notable, and I'm sure at another time we'll we'll probably have a deeper dive into these sort of this little period because it was fascinating um, to see how 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 that happened. And uh, obviously, in uh, you bounced back in 2008 uh, promotion first time, but 2009 there's the, the, the a bit of rebuilding in the team, and and I think a trio of players really spurred you on that season. Um, who came in? Isn't that right? Yeah, he's right. We had a we had a tough decision to make. So after yeah, we won the league in two, the conference championship in two thousand eight, uh, and we had um, a couple of lads that had really helped us get up, including the overseas. And we had a decision to make whether we stuck with them, those two or whether we got uh, Iqbal Khan, Mohamed Shanawaz, and Ibrahim Latif in, who we, we didn't know a great deal about. We'd obviously heard heard about them, but we'd never really seen much in action, um, and. We, we rolled the dice, really, and, and went with them. Um, we managed to get as overseas with Shane Mott, who was a, a left-handed Aussie bowler, a good cricketer. And again, mixed that with what we had, a local uh, sloppy, Bubs, Bruiser was just coming through. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. Uh, pipes. So we had, we, had a, we had a good core as well. And and that season, 
I'll, we'll, I remember it now. We, we'll, the first three games I looked at were three of the more winnable games as a, as a new side yeah. back in the Premiership, and I, and I just said, look, if we can win two of these three games, you know, we might not get relegated. Let's the kind of let's stay, yeah. do what we can, and we just we rolled from there. We won them three. We managed to beat Honley in a tight one. We beat you guys in a tight yeah. one, Delph. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the good thing was because back then you got you had to bowl teams out to get you to get your six points. Yes, because yeah. every game was close. Teams were tra- they weren't just shutting shop up against us. They were trying to knock them off, and we were winning close games. Every every game was a six pointer. Yeah, so we yeah. kind of just even though the teams were winning, we kind of we we kept stealing a march on them, and all of a sudden, with two or three games to go, we were we were twelve clear, and yeah, we were, yeah. We were home and home. Just 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 found the formula, didn't you? You know, the, uh, yeah, it's got it right. Yeah, uh, and and after that, black uh, the black sheep uh, win was. Was really out of, out of the ordinary, wasn't it? Because you were you were going great great guns in the Sykes Cup until the, well the semi final was a well I mean we'll we'll, go, we'll talk that in a minute but the, the the black sheep on that in that season was um, was uh, was a it was a very tough game in the final, wasn't it? Against uh, York was it York York? So yeah, we uh, mm. we had a, we had a tough quarter final against someone from North Yorkshire. I can't quite remember the name right now. And then we played Scarborough at home in the in the semi um, and beat them by about 20. And then we played York in the final and York hadn't lost for something like two seasons, two or three seasons. They beat Castleford the day before in their cup final by about 280 runs. And you just thought, we're, we're in for a bit of a towel in here. Um, and yeah, it's gone down in folklore, really. We we, we were 100 for seven. Uh, Shanawaz and, and a couple of allies um, helped us get up to 200 and just gave us something to bowl at. Sloppy got rid of the top three, and and then Shazzy came back on late on after they looked like they were going to pull a knock them off and got four for, and yeah, we we held on by about twenty runs. So yeah, great. that was it's probably probably the, the highlight of of my career. I'd say that was just to beat to beat York, yeah. you know, and win the win the black sheet was absolutely amazing. Yeah, and it, and it just puts the Huddersfield League on a pedestal when when someone wins the the black sheet because it's you know there's some you know obviously they're all they're all there on uh, you know as champions aren't they so you know too right and it's, it's a shame it doesn't keep going i mean i used to like when i, I, I didn't listen to Sai last week but obviously they get them guys won it and, and melton back in the 90s and you know like they were they were great days either home or away you know and like you say you're competing against the best of the best so yeah that's right. that's absolutely right so um uh, so so then uh, after that there was a there was a T T twenty final win uh, in 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 those years just after that as well uh, at, at, at Chapel Gate I was there uh, it was one of the, the one of the early sort of uh, ones where the music was blasting and uh, you know uh, and and it, and it was bouncing and it, and it was a game that went to the final ball. It was, and I wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, I forgot you wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> I right. wasn't there. Oh, I play, I. Uh, it was. I set up my business literally the day after. Ah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I was busy sorting all that out, and it just, yeah. it just couldn't quite work. And they, they didn't need me anyway because they, they managed to. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm was, sure they, they reminded you of that when they, uh, when they won it. <laughs> they reminded me at six o'clock, eight o'clock, ten o'clock, midnight, <laughs> and carried on, but. But yeah, that so we've yeah two two twenty twenty victories, and that I think that was a sweet one because we we should really beat an island swain a couple of years earlier and, and threw it away. Yeah, so to get right. revenge, mm. yeah, it was yeah that was good. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So um, the, the, the sights cup was always one that eluded uh, that you as well. Uh, but you won the Brian and Shield in two thousand and fifteen with um, again Joe Carter uh, uh, back uh, back to, uh, on that one, and uh, uh, I think you had another good. Uh, uh, Antipody and uh, I forgot. I've, we I had forgot Pete, yeah, Pete, Pete, Pete Drysdale, of course. Phil, yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, Pete, Pete's a proper cricket. He's yeah. such a nice guy as well. Um, yeah. 
and he and he'd, he'd been a good servant. He played at Shelley, hadn't he? I think. Well, definitely yes, played at Shelley. And, he definitely played at Shelley. Yeah. That's um, right. And so, yeah, it was nice for him. I don't think he'd won anything, so it was good for him to win something. And we we were very fortunate that young Tommy Borman had. Uh, Become friends with John O'Bolt. Um, That's right. Yeah. So John o came over. Literally, we we didn't know he was going to play. He wasn't going to play. He just came up to get drunk one day and, and watched. <laughs> and he said, "Oh well, I'm here for six weeks." And we didn't have an over officially have an overseas. He said, yeah. "I'll just I'll play." So he ended yeah. up staying for I think ten weeks, and we won the league. Chuck. Chucked the Sykes Cup away against Barkislam, but we, we won't yeah, talk about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sykes, well, Sykes Cup semis, I mean, uh, Cobb has already said uh, about how unlucky he's been in uh, in some of the old Sykes Cup semis, but uh, yeah. That, that was a final, the that, Jamie. That was oh, a final. Line. Oh, right, of course. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was final. a final. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, researcher, you're sacked. Another one. Yeah. Another one gone. You know, uh, we, we, we're now going into the south of England. There's none, not, none left up here. Uh, keep Sacking them all. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, like I said, the Sykes Cup it did elude, elude you uh, that year, but it, but you won it in 2017, of course, with a uh, well, you had a very strong team out uh, against Broadoak in the final, didn't you? And, uh, and and you put on a good score that day. We did, yeah. That, I mean, that that run couldn't have gone any better. We um, we we and we had a tough run. Like uh, we we um, we played Honley away in the quarterfinals um and and again you look at it on paper and think that's that's a tough game um but we we didn't put a foot wrong really won that fit pretty comfortably and then we we drew oil and swear in the semi away um and they stuck us in and we got 320 joke out about superb um and that just gives the confidence really you know you you look you you know you go to oil and swear and you win easy you're like we, we can kind of do anything here and and yeah, the final again, everything went to plan. Um, uh, we got some quick early runs, and then Joe and, and Devon Smith put two hundred on at a runner ball, and 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 they look like the professional cricketers that they are. And you think that's you know that that's what you you pay the money for. You know, they don't, they, them guys don't come cheap, but they you, they managed to to get us over the line with a big win. And and Devon parted that night, and we've never seen him again. He was on the yeah. plane back the day after, and, and that's yeah, gone. It, 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 it didn't play another game. That's it. it didn't play another game. Sense. Yeah. Bloody hell, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, I was there for that one as well, and and you were, you were by far the better team on the day. It was, it was, it, it, you do like them, fi- the finals that are close, you know, and you, when you win them, you're so close. Uh, but you know, when you when you win comfortably, um, there's nothing better than when you know being your team on the on the right end of that. So uh, yeah, it was a it was a big win. Um, so uh, moving moving on from there, um, the, the war, uh, well, there was a lot of heartbreak in your family. Uh, after your second child, uh, Harry, uh, had health struggles and uh, he, he tragically uh, passed away in his infancy. Um, uh, could you tell us uh, what what was the background to to Harry? Uh? Yeah, so Harry was Harry was born last uh, last January. Um, at the time, um, it, it, we didn't know anything that was wrong at all. And um, yeah, as soon as he was born, it was he was kind of rushed away and. You know, then like your heart sinks. You know, I'm I'm a very positive person, and and but all of a sudden you're kind of questioning what's going on, um, and yeah, it, like I say, we didn't know at the time. We didn't find out till a long time afterwards that he it, it, had um, he had like a, a, a stroke during pregnancy, um, which had affected his breathing and his swallowing, and you know, and he struggled. He, he did really struggle. So unfortunately, yeah, he passed away uh, last August. Um, six months old, which yeah, incredibly, incredibly tough for everyone involved. I, I think you, you've you kept it very private as well, uh, because um, I think um, I, it, it only came apparent really when when you was doing a, a big fundraising um, push 
Uh, for the, uh, to, it was mainly to, um, to to put something back to the people that cared for Harry. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah correct. I mean, we didn't specifically keep it quiet for any reason, but obviously, yeah. I think everyone's in the same boat. During COVID, you can't, you don't, you're not, you're not seeing people week in, week out, and and it it, it does it impacts you massively, you know, um, and you, it's something you can't prepare yourself for, um, and and not just myself and, and Abby. It's like the, the families and you know and friends as well. You know, you speak to people and they've no idea what to say. And, it is it is mentally draining um, and still is, you know. It's, yeah, of course it's, it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said before, I'm, I'm a very positive person, um, but even myself, like, I, like you, you do get these swears of depression and, and like, mm. I've, I've spoken to people before who said they're depressed and I've kind of think, well, I, I don't really understand it because I've never felt it before. Yeah. Um, and But now I can 100% understand where they're coming from and you don't know where it's coming. And, and I think... I think mental health is, I mean, obviously people are becoming more aware to it, but it's something that people do need to talk about, you know, and make sure people are okay because you could understand how, how people can struggle. Um, so, again, that's probably for another show. I don't want to go too no, deep into absolutely, that. absolutely, yeah. yeah um, but it, it's good that, it, it, that, 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 that there is getting the exposure that it deserves as well, I think. Um, yeah, you know, now. yeah, well, that's, again, so this is why, so just pre-Christmas, um, um, again, I thought I need, I need to do something really. You know, it's the, it's the time, the spare time you got where you just sat and you start thinking, and you need I needed something to focus my mind on. And I thought, how how can I really raise money so that if any other families are put into this situation, we can benefit that. And if it, if it saves one child, you know that it's that it's done its job, ain't it? So it's um, yeah. So the best thing I could think of, you know, was to try and try and drum up from contacts of, of this what I've got over the last 20, 30 years in mm. sport and say, let's let's have a good couple of charity days and, and get an auction and, and try and raise some money for uh, for the hospitals, really, you know, to, to give back to them. And like I said, if, if it does a little bit of good, it's it's something positive coming from something quite tragic. So Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, we're all parents uh, on here as well, um, you know, and, uh, well, I mean, Steve, Steve and I have both got, um, you know, children still, still quite young as well. So, it, you know, it's... I think when it happens, it, it it does affect you, doesn't it, Steve? You know when. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, I yeah, uh, I, I I saw Keith last week for the first time in in a while. You know, it's, yeah, I, it's the first time I've seen you since since that happened, and and it, it was quite emotional. And I, I couldn't imagine going through what you, you've gone through. And, and all credit to you, what you're doing is fantastic. Uh, like you said, you're a positive person, and I know you. You're all right and all that, but but yeah, it, it must be really tough. But but yeah, you, you, fantastic and and hats off to you, mate. You know, and Cheers. and I, I'm sure all the clubs in the league, the ones that are listening to this, will get behind you. You know, so 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 yeah, let, let let's let's support what you're doing. Yeah, well, they, to be fair, a lot of them already have. You know, and, and it's amazing how people. You know, it, even if it doesn't matter what it is, if if, if they donate a pound, you know it doesn't matter if, if everyone donates a pound, yeah, it's exactly. a lot of money. So, but yeah, there's the amount of it, it's been overwhelming, really. The amount of support we've had already, and um, yeah, we've still got a long way to go. So yeah, it, it's brilliant. The, you know, it's yeah. a good family. The Duddersfield League's great, and it? so that's that's what it's yeah, that's what yeah it's exactly, about. exactly. So, so where are you up to at the moment, um, uh, Keith? On the on, on the fundraising goal, and 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 where's it up to right right now? Yeah, so like I said, I touched on earlier on, so we're nearing 15,000 in a Just Giving page. Um, we've got yeah. a couple of events um, towards the end of the year. The main one's uh, a golf day up at Crossland Heath, Royal Crossland Heath, mm-hmm. on the Thursday, the 9th of September. 
Yeah. Uh, now, the, the day itself, actually, four, we've got, um, I think we've about 50 teams, you know, 40-odd teams. So, it, it's going to be a busy day. Um, but we're openly asking and inviting anyone who, who knows us to, to come up in the afternoon because we've got a band on and yeah. it, it could be mayhem. You know, I don't know how many people can turn <laughs> up. But, um, we've got an auction, so there'll be an online auction which we'll send details out as well um, with a load of sporting memorabilia. There'll be an auction on the day. Um, right. So, and not just sporting memorabilia. I mean, anything like vouchers for restaurants. If anyone, if anyone wants to donate anything, I mean, they can get in touch with you guys um, via yeah, sure. whatever medium or, or myself direct. Um, so yeah, the the latest edition was Trent Bolt um, donated his his shirt from last week's Test match with Edgbaston, the second Test. Oh, superb! Yeah. So yeah, the New Zealand guys have all all signed that and, and sent it up. So that that was the latest edition. We've 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 well over a hundred things now. So yeah, it's 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 going really well. Um, yeah, really, so yeah, to hear that. Yeah. yeah, no. So that's that's on the ninth. Um, that's the Thursday, the ninth of September at Crossland But then we've got a, a cricket match on. The bank is Sunday preceding it. So I think it's the 29th, August the 29th up at Scholes. And it's it's a league winning side from 2009 um, slash 2010 against the yeah. 2000 team that, and 2001 team that Steve was involved in. So um, it's that's another thing we're doing there to raise money and, and get the old boys getting the boots back on and just have a bit of a crack up. Steve, I think... Am I, cla- am I classed as an old boy now? <laughs> I think probably so. am. I? <laughs> I think there might be a few. Uh, I think there might be a few legs getting cracked by the sounds oh, of it. You know. Crikey! Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we mix the teams up? I'm not sure we'll compete in that. Uh, well, to be fair, I think that the 2010 teams have got us because we've got Iqbal Khan and and Bubs and Shanawaz. Oh, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, I think the there isn't much difference. There'll be Bruiser. Bruiser and a couple of young ones, Floyd and maybe the, the, the young legs, and then but yeah, the rest of us are all all forty to sixty, so I yeah. think we'll be fine. Well, when you get cracking there, when you get Ranjif Bandula Don on, he's he, he'll he'll bring that age right up. Yeah, he's far <laughs> too good. <laughs> I think Andrew, you said he was one hundred and nine last week. Uh, well, he might he, be old. He might he, be older now. Would, I mean. would, yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he, he was at our place last uh, last week, and yeah, he's de- he's definitely. He, Say what, he still does it though, doesn't he? I'm still doing a job, isn't he? Looking Bloody at the yeah. performances, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got 30. Yeah, he's, and, he's, yeah. And his hair is nowhere near as wild, is it? Nowhere no, near. No, he, he, look, he looked good, he looked good. Great, great <laughs> lad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Keith, like on behalf of uh, himself and Andrew, really, really going to be watching uh, your, your fundraising uh, all the way. And uh, like I said, I'm sure we'll, we'll be at a couple of them events as well. Um, uh, to give you some support there, so uh, yeah, yeah, great stuff um, to hear. Uh, and you know, you, you, you've obviously taken a step step back from cricket, you know, with with all that's been going on. So you know, quite rightly so as well. But you have been uh, stepping back into evening league cricket, haven't you? Um, I believe. Yeah, I've been in there. I've thought I'd, it's about time I've progressed my career. Um, <laughs> so I've uh, been playing for a couple of games for the Chapel Gators. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's entertaining. I think that's probably the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's a good mix of there's, there's ex players, um, there's some good young kids about, and there's people who just want to play and have a laugh. And yeah. it doesn't matter. So it's, yeah, you don't really know what's going to happen when you turn up on a <laughs> Thursday night or whatever. But. It's uh, yeah, a couple of my old mate like Pipes, Matt Smith, and uh, yeah. uh, Lou Sykes. A couple of the old boys we played with are, are, are playing for us, and 
yeah, it's just it's a good laugh, you know, and yeah, it, it's yeah. good it's good for them guys. You know, like I said, the people maybe don't necessarily play cricket just to come and, and enjoy it as well. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, D- D- Dale Winterbottom is he is he still uh, giving it you on the on the pitch? Uh, um, I've he... not actually. Did I play against? I don't think he played last year. I, I, yeah, oh, I played the I game last year against. That, yeah, yeah I've, I've, I missed the game against them guys, <laughs> but I would imagine he will do unless he's changed dramatically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For, that's that's for sure. Um, uh, never, never mind him changing dramatically. He needs to do the pointing on the front of my house. Can we make that <laughs> perfectly clear now? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, via this medium, um, you know, I'm sure that we uh, we get quite a few listeners as well, and uh, uh, I'm sure someone along that along them listeners will be saying, "Oh, they just mentioned you on the podcast again. Sort it." So anyway, yeah, yeah there yeah. we go. Um, I'm, I, I'm sure uh, that'll that'll uh, uh, have its effect. Um, right, I couldn't get my words quite out of it, but um, uh, we were, the, I did put it out on Twitter today that we were uh, uh, we had the esteemed uh, Keith uh, from Skulls on uh, our podcast, I guess. So obviously the post bag was heaving, Keith. Uh, <laughs> I'm heaving. sure. Um, the Brooks mainly, but anyway, Josh Brook. <laughs> uh, does he remember that day when it was red hot? <laughs> I, I do. This is this again is a, a, a silly skulls folklore thing that every yeah. time you remember anything that happened that was good, it was always a red hot day. So every one of our stories starts with, "You remember that day when it was red hot?" And then you just go on to tell the story of whatever happened. So, so the, there isn't a specific day there. That's just anything that, that's, that's happened in the last. Yeah. 30 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, Lewis Brook, uh, also known as Nedley, as we said before. Uh, it's a bit more of a banal question. Uh, one of my, I like banal questions. So, uh, favourite career win? Um, so, we mentioned a few there, didn't we? Well, what was your favourite? Yeah, touched on the uh, the black sheet was, like I say, that was what a day that was, uh, turning York over. Um, trying mm. to think of another another win. Um, there was a great game against Delphi. We that was when we won the league in two thousand and nine. Yes, uh, yes which I we were that. we were two for two pretty much at that mm. point. It was, it was a twelve pointer, and I think you need well you de- you needed something like five or six off the last ball. Yeah, uh, Shannon was bowling to Warren Jones. Warren Jones, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, bowling down the slope, I think. Down the slope. Yeah, and I yeah. thought there's no way on earth Warren Jones beating <laughs> Shannon was for six. Straight in slot and hitting back up towards the top end, and it was going for six. And you everyone cheering for that. You yeah. can vouch for that, Jamie. We're going for six, and a yeah. gust of wind blew it back, and it, it got did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all, all in front of the clubhouse were absolutely raptures. Uh, oh, wow! <laughs> is it out the ground? And then all of a sudden, it just sort of stopped in the air and just plopped straight into the hands of the long gone. Iqbal, it was Iqbal. Yeah, Iqbal. Iqbal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, bloody hell! Yeah, I remember that. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, I tell you what, we I think we played three times that season, and every one of them went right to the the wire. Really, or nine wickets down. It were brilliant games, um, and that's what just you want. To- just a quick plug for for Ned there, going back to the fundraising. Yeah, yeah. So, so Ned and his accomplices, the Gin, um, they they're playing at, at both events as well. So yeah, great. So, yeah, as soon as he's had the time to do that, I'll give him a little plug as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, well. I saw he was on guitar at the end of uh, uh, their win over us in the Sites Cup. Actually, I think they had a little bit of a, a circle sing song type thing at the end of the game there. So yeah, looks a good form to be honest. Uh, does yeah, it, old cool. Nedley? So uh, uh, Thomas Brook uh, just just said hi, Keith. You know, he just wanted to give you some support there. Uh, so <laughs> you, uh, yeah, well, so Bruce has just given high uh, Alex, Alex Clegg, who you will have played with, is a uh, Melfam captain now. But uh, best slip gully fielder he's ever captained. 
the best slip gully field that I've ever captained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it, well, it's not Mr. Clegg, that is for certain. <laughs> Ash. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ash Pammon. Ash Pammon. Yeah. Before, before he couldn't see, was uh, was superb. Yeah, yeah. His eyesight's going. Yeah, it's uh, it's going downhill, isn't it? Well, he's is fifty three yeah. now or something. But he, uh, <laughs> it, he's it, Ash is probably the best slipper I've seen in this this league. Yeah. Keith, yeah, would you agree with that? Yeah, Tim Reese used to be pretty good. Yes, yeah, good shot. Tim Reese yeah. was good, uh, yeah. and Alex Leeds. The other, I only played for a couple of times, but he's got a couple as if it was the easiest thing he's ever done in his life. I thought I'd have been making that look very difficult. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mister Clegg, I think is the worst gully fielder I've ever oh, seen. All right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's captain, he needs to keep himself well away from. That. He'll be listening to this, I'm sure. And uh, uh, well, uh, back to uh, Ash. I'm sure he'll have the right to reply. He, he's, def- he's, go- he's coming on the show in a future episode for sure. Um, we're just picking the right moment, I think. It's going to have to be after uh, Scarborough because we want to hear all the stories. But <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the uh, also as well, Tom Graham, uh, Monty uh, at Slowit, uh, favourite ginger. You know, it's a loaded question. <laughs> but, it is a loaded question. Mm. I don't think I can honest, answer this honestly. So um, <laughs> I'm going to have to make one up. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Mc, yeah. I, I was thinking of the opposite sex, to be honest. Oh. Oh. Spice. <laughs> we'll go spice. We'll go spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good answer. Spice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and la- lastly, uh, David, Dave Wrigley, uh, David Wrigley from Broadoak, uh, did uh, he, he did actually uh, say that. Uh, I'll find it on my text message actually a couple of questions he said um, he, he's got to ask you about your hat so uh, we'll go to your hat in a minute he said uh, he says hi and can he still caddy for you on the golf day uh, yes he can certainly caddy for me I would quite happily spend any afternoon with Rigger especially mm. if he's drinking um, maybe not if he's fronting up to some supporters of opposition football clubs. But, yeah, yeah, um, he will be, won't he? He'll, he'll be <laughs> sniffing out some Sheffield Wednesday fans somewhere, won't he? I'm, I'm sure he will. But yeah, on the golf course across yeah. the meet, yeah, he's, he's more than welcome to. And the, Bouncing the hat, across to him. <laughs> the, the, the hat, floppy, yeah. The yeah. floppy hat, I think, is, uh, is Richard Holmes as Bubbles. I think right, I, I pinched yeah. it off him a long time ago. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And realised I would, looked very stupid. But it. I am ginger, so I've got to keep the sun off my ears and back of my neck somehow. So, yeah, so you'll have to get Bubs on to confirm that, but I'm pretty certain it's either his or Trevor's. So. Yeah. Funny enough, I saw Bubs outside uh, Compos on the way back from school. That's it. Stopped off for some light refreshments, uh, fish, chips, and peas with scraps on top. And, uh, <laughs> and who, who walks across? Bubbles uh, came across. I had a good chat with him. Yeah, I mean, he's more than welcome on the show. I keep mentioning it to him, and I'll see him on Saturday. Uh, we will try and get Bums on for a future one because he, he, he'll be a great, great guest, I think. Yeah, he'll be good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, right. So, anyway, that, that was all the correspondence. Like I said, it was full to bursting. Um, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll finish with the, 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 the quick five for questions. Uh, the, 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 the questions have gone downhill a bit because we had Tim Hurst giving a, a, a eight questions to Cy Kelly last week. They're absolutely, uh, you, know, you know, typical Tim questions. So, mine are a bit more uh, straight line, really. Uh, okay. Question number one, I'm going to. The, the, Hardest is going to be the first one, I think. But um, was him Jaffa or Joe Carter? Was him Jaffa? Ooh, wasn't hard, was it? <laughs> not hard. No, that's not. not hard. Especially if, if I just think it was Joe Cobra had just hung up immediately. Yeah, I'd have left. I'd have resigned immediately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. fair play. <laughs> that's nothing against Joe Carter. No, no. I said after, after the second. Agreed. 
after the second season we played with him, I said, "Look, you 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 are the, the second best player I've yeah, ever played with." Yeah. I said, "But you're you're a distant second. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joe was destructive. He was a match winner. He's, he, you know, he was brilliant. Yeah, he, he still is brilliant. You know, mm. he's forging out a career mm. back home in New Zealand. Um, but Wazim Jeff is somewhat else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what a player. I think we've got to dedicate a show at some point to, to Wazim because oh, what a player. You know, he, yeah. he murdered us many a time. Many. A time. Oh, it was. I mean, Cobber had the the joy of. Well, I think that was the main reason he signed for scores. But the, the lure of saying you can you can open the batting with Waz, I think that Ooh. just got you there, didn't it, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. That was the icing on the cake. Yeah, obviously, mm. scores won the league the, the year before I went. But 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 it was that. I mean, quite. Quite a tactical thing to do and, and, and a clever thing to do. Skulls got Wazim to actually ring me to say, would you come and open the batting with me? And I was like, is this actually happening? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, Wazim Jaffa's ringing me. So, yeah, it was a no-brainer for me. And standing, well, I've, I've said this before, standing 22 yards away watching Wazim doing what he did was just like, well, yeah, yeah. just one of the best things you're likely to see on the field. Absolutely, yeah. he made he made batting so easy. You could stand and struggle for six balls, and he'd just come down and say, "Don't worry." And then he'd just stroke a comfortable five or six off the next over, and, and oh. there was nothing to ever worry about. And it just made your life so much easier. Took the pressure off, and, and just yeah, like like Steve says, to stand twenty two twenty yards away from him every weekend is is an absolute honour. So, question number two: uh, toughest opening bowler you faced? Um. I think the one I always struggled with was Richie Howarth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and yeah, I'm always you won't be on your own like, there. No, yeah, I'm, no, it's, it's a fair shout. Yeah, I've I've always kind of liked pace on the ball, and see, and don't get me wrong, I've been out many a time to, to him, but it's like yeah. someone can run in a ball quick, and I've always thought I've, I've always got a chance here of scoring some runs, but when when Archie set a horrible little seven-two field with with <laughs> um, with Richie just nagging away and Jakey behind mm. you telling you. Whatever it was, uh, yeah, that was that was tough cricket, you know. Not necessarily the, it's not a, a front line ball like you'd expect, but when that five or six, seven, eight, well, probably longer when he was in his mm. pomp, he was he was a tough guy to get away. And, and yeah, I hope, well, again, I've not seen him. I hope he's doing well. So yeah, we, all we, the best we, to him. We all we all send our best regards. Yeah. Um, question number three: uh, favorite ground to bat at, which isn't Chapelgate. <laughs> right, Golka. Um, anyway, let's move on. Golka, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now Golka's got covers, maybe Golka. Yeah, Golka, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, yeah, I've, yeah. It's, well, I've always. The, the grounds I've probably had most success on are uh, uh, Skelmanthorpe, yeah. Kurt Burton, and, and maybe Lassell's All as well. So, But I think Skelmanthorpe were always nice, you know, quick mm. quick outfield and just a good setting as well. And also now you've got a good crowd there, which was good, you know, as much as you, you sometimes. It's difficult to play against. It was always nice. That it was always nice to have an atmosphere, you know. So and, and Skelmanthorpe's a lovely place to play cricket, and, and generally good decks as well. So I always enjoyed it there. Yeah. Actually, yeah. actually, one thing then in the Sykes Cup about three years ago, four years ago now, and I umpired you at Lazel's Hall. Oh yes. yes. How did you get? A it few. was a lot. It was a, a lot. Yeah. It was my high. Uh, it was my high score. Um, 
I, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, we actually, I, that, I, I'm, pretty I'm sure not a stat man. It was 180-something, but it was... Oh, I think I was dropped 15 times, so it wasn't yeah, the I, finest I, I, note. I dropped it twice. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually come from one of my mate's weddings the day before, so oh. I'd, I'd had far too much to drink. I'd been on all-day sesh. I hadn't played the Saturday and then just played the Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I was towing a bit after that. I think to, 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 got to about 100, I was bad. All right, after that, it was disgraceful, to be honest. <laughs> I, I seem to remember you asking me to give you out. Yeah, I was tired. Point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 at, at one point, I, 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 I think every respect player responded that the opposition had to appeal. To... <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's how we do things around here. Yeah. <laughs> give me out, Andrew. Give me out. I'm not so good. Please. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, best Coddy memory? Oof, jeez. Um, <laughs> that's the hardest, isn't it? Um, I presume <clears throat> this is Watershed's permission. Oh, yeah, 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 you can say what you like. Yeah, yeah. No, well, the one memory for me, which is, I think, again, it's in folklore at school. So, schools, it was the year before we joined. Paul Wharton retired and they had a, they had a bit of a deal. I think that was after a Sykes Cup quarterfinal mm. win and they ended up playing a bit of naked cricket. Um, that got reported in in the local paper. Um, ended up being in the sun, and then ended up going on the big breakfast with uh, Johnny Vaughan and playing naked cricket <laughs> on the lawn. Yeah, and it's still on YouTube. If you Google it, it's still on. If you put school CC big breakfast, it's on there. And Coddy naked at breakfast television <laughs> oh, with Jack Horner and, and Ash Pam, and I think that's a that's a memory that'll live long with everyone. Oh. The, the winning, the winning answer for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look at the size of that man's thighs. I yeah. think Johnny Vaughan said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, my my recent memories of Cody was last just last Sunday at the end of the game. It, just his four word ma- match review was Jamie. You were S H I T. Just basically deadpan like that. You know that's Cody for you, though, isn't it? You Thank know? you, Anthony. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Best best team: Meltham in the nineties or Skulls in the late noughties? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I would say I'd say probably Meltham in the nineties. But they were they were a formidable team. Don't get me wrong; our team we, we were we were good. You know, we were a proper well-rounded unit. But for what cricket was like in the nineties, you could bowl twenty-five overs, uncovered pitches to some degree. You know, they were. They were a good team, you know. Yeah, top draw. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And they and they destroyed Howard Palmer and, and, and Chris Bay, you know, like they again they they'd match winners all over and yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with them. I reckon Melton. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a yeah, fair shout that. Um it's hard to hard to argue against that one. Um so uh, thanks thanks uh Kiefer. They, they were brilliant uh brilliant answers to them them questions. No uh, I apologise at the uh, the predictableness of the uh, the questioning, but you know it's uh, it, they're just just talking points. So great stuff. Um, we will go no. to the, the 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 match review from last Saturday. We've got quite a bit to get through, so we'll whip through it. Um, uh, the uh, on Saturday in the Premiership, brought up finally got that win. Uh, the first since the Sunday the second of May, and they beat Morelands. They were third. Uh, Morelands now eleven points behind the leaders. Now Dom Finn, uh, uh, well Shuka Ali uh, scored sixty seven in that first innings, but Dom Finn. Has really come come up with the goods for Broadoak. Uh, he's a vital player for them now. He's uh, high scored the season. Took him to 
311 runs. Now, Andrew, you, you've uh, you've umpired Broadock a couple of times, haven't you, this season? Um, so you'd have seen Dom, wouldn't you, uh, a couple of times? <laughs> well, yeah. In fact, I'll see him again on Saturday. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be tr- going over to Barkey's Lent to uh, officiate. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he, he, well, one game was against Skulls, interestingly enough, and it was rained off. Um, the other, uh, and the other game was at Hoyland Swain, um, and the opening five, none of them really got any anyway. So, um, so yeah, if he's if he's in form, then then, then good on him, and, and you know, hopefully for him it'll it will continue. Unfortunately, as I say, when I've umpired him, he he um, he, he hasn't been there very long. Well, that might that might change on uh, on uh, on Saturday. Well, you never know. You, you never, never know. know. Uh, they have signed Harvey Anderson, uh, who former Osset player, uh, and he I think he made his debut uh, and got twenty eight in that match. So uh, that strengthened their batting a little bit. Um, uh, and uh, so that that was uh, that was Broad Oak on uh, the, the first match. Uh, Murfield Paris. Press Cavaliers, a team who are struggling for wins, uh, picked their second win of the season against um, uh, out of sorts Shepley, uh, who, who have sunk down to 11th. Um, so, the big batting problems for Shepley. Uh, I mean, their highest score is 2 2 4, which on the opening day, and they haven't got anywhere near to that since, really. So, they are struggling with the bat. But um, Nasser Hussain uh, got his 20th wicket of the season, uh, got three wickets this, on this game, and a, a timely first wicket, uh, first 50 of the season for Nick Sharp, uh, 52 not out. So, Murfield Parish Cavaliers uh, just got their second win, and uh, they're still in the bottom two, but uh, it's getting very, very close for my liking at the bottom. So uh, anyway, so uh, uh, Skulls, uh, Keys Club Skulls, um, uh, they're back in business now in a, in a big way. Fifth straight win now for Skulls. Uh, Slowett still bottom with one win, but uh, Brad Burkhead uh, sixty four not out for Skulls. Tom Brook forty eight, quite a routine win really. Uh, eight uh, of uh, the ten Slowett wickets were the hands of a Brook. Um, so Tom, Lewis, and Josh uh, all in the wickets there for for Skulls. So they're back in, back up there. So on to my game. Uh, can we just gloss over this one? Uh, Fifty two all out against Hoyland Swains, two hundred thirty two for nine. Uh, no, I'm sure you'll <laughs> drag me through the coals. Yes, okay. Um, well, it was the first defeat uh, in four matches, so we're doing, we're doing well up to now. Uh, we, and to be fair, uh, the the scorecard doesn't really reflect what really happened. We we were bowling really well. Uh, we had a couple of players missing as well. Hoyland Swain were in trouble at 85 for five, but um, uh, it was it was our unlucky day as Ben Potter. Um, at, it turned up to the party really in a big way with 91 off uh, about 50 balls. And the ageless Bandula Don knocking 38 uh, all through the same sort of areas, really, through covers. Um, but uh, the, the win, uh, I mean, we, we thought we'd bowl reasonably well and uh, there is, there is, you know, it, it's, it's possibly gettable, but Adnan Gardy made sure that wasn't the case. Uh, it was pretty sublime, really. He's got such good variants. Um, he's quick as well, obviously, but coming down the hill, uh, you know, he was, he was pitching a two or three up and then zipping low for the third or fourth ball. So we really didn't really have much answer to that. Uh, he bought he the first six wickets out and that was game over then really. So uh, it was uh, swiftly over in uh, 13 overs. So uh, we, at least we've got some good drinking time. That's all I can say uh, after that uh, that game. Um, on to um, Thongs Bridge there, the 192 for five, uh, their, their chase. Uh, chasing back is land 191 for seven. Um, they remain top with the eighth win of the season. Uh, ben Heritage for Barkisland with a half century and Harry Finch and Jasmine Hill both got 30s, but all seven Thongsbridge batsmen were in trouble figures, I noticed. Uh, so everyone chipped in. Uh, Kai Grieg, the highest, uh, with 49 not out. Um, 
So they they, they, they cha- I looked at the uh, the worm on this one, and they they just paced that run to perfection. I, I wanted to ask Cobber a question on this. Um, with run chases, Cobber, um, do you do you do you sort of make a mental note of um, where you are with the rate, or do you just do you, are you just one that takes it just up ten over by ten over type thing? Uh, personally, I don't. I, I I just I approach. I approach the second innings as I would do the first innings. I think, I think you can get bogged down thinking about the run rate chasing and 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 end up sort of, yeah, playing playing rash shots when you don't need to because you you think about the first innings when you're batting. You know, you you think about leaving wickets in the tent for the last ten or fifteen overs, and then you have a big push at the end, don't you? And then all of a sudden, your run rate goes from I don't know three to six very quickly. Because because you, you tee off at the end, so so chasing, chasing, yeah, I, 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 I person, yeah, personally, I think you, you know you need to approach it like that. You, you you don't think about the runs on the board as such. You, you just get to a point where where you get to a position where you can you you can do this, the same thing. You can tee off and ex- accelerate with wickets in hand and 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 see where you go. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I, I've I've always been a. I've always been a bat first kind of person, you know. When I was captain for nine years, I've always, I, I probably batted first nine times out of ten, you know, in in my period because runs on the board is so important and and, and mindsets, you know, batting second, you know, uh, you know, are affected by by scoreboard pressure and, and but that, that that's cricket, but yeah, yeah. We um, when we had Pete Drysdale over, he said to us what they did back home in New Zealand and what we tried to do. Was if it, fifty over game, try and get be halfway to your target in thirty overs, so which then gave you twenty overs to get the other half. We like say with wickets in the tent, there's different factors, but just as a general rule of thumb, that always kind of stood us in good stead. You you weren't going bullet a gate to thrash it about, but you made sure you were kind of within touching distance um, of the target. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair, fair shout, fair shouts there. Um, we'll go to Golkin now, uh, who bounced back um, uh, uh, following their defeat last week. Um, uh, won at Armitage Bridge, the first uh, team in the league to win at Armitage Bridge, and it was also your first uh, away win, wasn't it, uh, Steve, in the league? Yeah, yeah, a good, a good win for us mm. away on Saturday. Um, as you say, our first away win this season, which is ridiculous, really, yeah. given we're, yeah. we're currently sat fourth. Up to in fourth, the yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a, a funny game, I guess. We 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 bowled well, you know. It it turned, which brought me and Jack Macker yeah. into the game. I, I always enjoy bowling down at Armitage Bridge because it's a big ground and it mm. tends to turn. But uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we we bowled all right and we we managed to restrict them to ninety nine. And then second half, batting wise, me, me and Hauser decided to just go after the new ball because. Mm. You know, the, the, obviously they bowled the seamers early, and 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 we thought, well, when the spinners come on, it's going to turn, and you know, we, we need to be ahead of the uh, ahead of the game by that point. So mm. I think after set, after six overs, we, we were seventy for none. So that sort of put, <laughs> put yeah, it, it paid off. You know, it could have gone the other way, but it paid off on Saturday. But yeah, we put put the game out of sight, and then uh, the spinners took a few late wickets, but but we got we got over the line five down in the end. So yeah, yeah, yeah good, like you say, good good win for us on Saturday. Um, I mean, 54 wickets between you and Jack, so you're having a great season together, aren't you? Yeah, we enjoy bowling as a partnership. You know, it's... Mm. Um, I, I had a look at the um, the leading wicket-takers in the league uh, yesterday and, and I think I think out of the 10 leading wicket-takers, eight of them are spinners 
which 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 says a lot, doesn't it? You know, it's um, yeah, and and we're both in the partnership. We, we, we both. He's a left arm. You know, left arm spinners are worth the weight in gold, aren't they? And he's a bloody good one. You know, and I bought the other end, and we, you know, we, we sort of work well together. So yeah, it's uh, we're, we're enjoying it at the minute. So yeah, great stuff, yeah. right? So so um, that was a great win for for your guys. And uh, the last game of the Premiership we'll talk about is Kurt Burton versus Honley. Um, Kurt Burton bounced back from defeat. Uh, they go above Honley actually into fifth, so uh, they're back in the top half of the table. Ben Carrington, uh, sixty-five, underpinned the uh, the innings for Kurt Burton. A young young lad who's, who's, who's starting to do really well now for Kurt Burton. Um, the best reserve, return of the season for Sam Denson. Four wickets for him. Um, and uh, well, uh, well, the headline is guest gets big score after 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 being on the podcast. Cy Kelly. Uh, <laughs> it's six fifty of the season, but. Um, uh, we're going to call it the podcast elixir. So, Keith, <laughs> next next game you play, you're going to you're going to you're going to get a load of runs, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Ashbrow Garage, you'll have to watch out next. Yeah, day. oh, really? <laughs> coming for you hard. <laughs> coming for you hard. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good win there for uh, for Kurt Burton. Um, uh, I think Sai got his, his his fifty, but then he got out, and then Honley struggled after that. John Keeling four wickets there, best uh, Kurt Burton bowler. Um, it's the championship. Uh, well, uh, top game of the, of the day is Almiry Wesleyans, Andrew, unbeaten in the league uh, still. Um, but Marsden run them very close. They did. I mean, they, <clears throat> they wanted 16 off the, uh, yeah. uh, off, the, off the last over, but they have been something like 14 for, for, for a few, for four or five. 14 for four, then, yeah. 14 yeah, yeah. for four and then 85 mm. for six. Um, and they all seem to chip in in the middle order to put, you know, to put them under pressure, uh, do them good. Doing good, you know. I mean, the like I say, I mean, the well, as you said, Jamie, you know, they've they've won all the games this year, um, but you know, <laughs> the, the, the fact that they've been run they've been run close a couple of times. To be fair, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, Mars are not the first to do it, um, but they've got over the line, and and obviously, young Nathan Kenworthy's gone in with eighty six, who's blossomed into a a really good player and um and he's going to go quite a long way in the game i think um he's a you know he, he's he's matured as an individual i think and i think that's probably made him into a better cricketer um and he but as i say um i suppose i would say onwards and upwards you know they haven't been beaten carry on and uh, and we'll see where we are at another season well next week is the uh, the big six pointer because they play Skelmerthorpe uh, well, yeah. next saturday yeah it is and um I think a lot of people would probably say, um, rightly or wrongly, that that the end of the season these two teams might be the top two in the division anyway. Mm. Um, um, whether that would be right or not, it depends. You know, it's about being consistent and about the way that they play on a week to week basis. Mm-hmm. Um, if they carry on in the way that they've played and Scalmanthorpe do the same, then I think that the people that think these two will be the top two will probably be right. Um, but obviously on Saturday. One team's got to win. Yeah, well, they're both going the right, the right way about it anyway. But uh, Skelman Fort uh, held on to second place with a fifth win of the season uh, away at Thurstonland. Uh, so they lay nine points behind uh, uh, Almondbury West. Um, and the Thongsbridge uh, uh, second bottom after their 50 feet. But Joe Sykes uh, was the mainstay of uh, uh, Skelman Fort's innings uh, with 97 not out. And uh, the Adam Rammel took three wickets in the... Uh, 
in the reply there, um, which uh, the, the Denby um, got their first win since match day two, so a long time back, but um, they got their third win of the season uh, and against bottom of the table, Rastrick. Uh, Paul Goodman with five wickets for Denby, um, uh, and then they then put 116 from the first wicket in a quite a routine win, really, winning by nine wickets. Um, <clears throat> hot, uh, uh, home Firth uh, have gone above Shelley with a win. Uh, Mays Khan. Uh, seven wickets uh, for home firth in that, in that big win against Shell. A low scoring game, 117 all out versus 97 all out. So low scoring game there. Uh, Meltham, uh, Keeves Old Club, as we as we uh, touched on before, um, uh, and uh, Alex is captain there, as we, as we've mentioned before. They got the fifth win of the season, and they're in third. So they might have something to say in that if they keep on going. Um, and that was your that was your game, wasn't it, uh, Andrew? Yeah, yes, I was there. It's, it's a while yeah. since I've actually been to Meltham, to be fair. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like going to different grounds. So yeah, it was yeah. nice to go back there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you, you look at the scores; it looks like a regulation win. Um, I think Elland have got to look at themselves, particularly batting wise, because there were far too many really, really soft dismissals, um, and um, players got in. They were missing uh, Rowan Randawa, who uh, who got married on Saturday. I understand, and um, so. Consequently, you know, if you like, one of their openers was out. But having said that, I think that, um, like I say, too many soft dismissals, really, really soft dismissals, you know, balls being hit up in the air for the wicketkeeper to catch and that sort of stuff. You know, it, 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 I think if they'd have played with a little bit more, shall we say, composure, then I think it could have been an awful lot closer uh, because Meltham didn't have a particularly great start. Um, and then... And then managed to turn things around. So fair play. Mm. Yeah, um, George Sykes Kenworthy uh, uh, got three wickets. Is this a is this a Derby County goalkeeper? Uh, it was at Bradford City, so he was telling is it, me. Yeah, is it uh, Derby it a, County now. Well, he said he'd been released yeah. by by Bradford City. This is what he was telling me, and uh, he was looking for a another another club. Um, I, I suggested a six iron, but he didn't seem to get that. <laughs> um, but uh, but he uh, yeah uh, yeah he's a ex. You know, I say professional, say ex, as I say, he was telling me that he'd been at Bradford City and he'd been released by them, and um, he'd be looking elsewhere when the, I suppose, when the signing on bit starts in professional football, which I think is the first of July. Uh, but yeah, he said he told me that he'd only played one game this season. He played a game in the Sites Cup. Um, he said that the the, the football footballing, if you like, his employers didn't like him playing cricket. Um, and so consequently he had to do as he was told I suppose uh, I wonder why that is <laughs> well yeah I'm, I, I, I get you know I, I suppose I get I get it to a certain extent but you know going back a, a few years I suppose you might say that there were quite a lot of footballers that, that played cricket I mean for goodness sake Andy Booth how many times did Andy Booth play for Hall Bauer a lot didn't yeah, he at yeah, one point did, yeah. in time yeah. you know and it, it didn't it didn't seem to do him any harm so um, but They've got to do as they told, and yeah. um, and it, it, so it was his second game of the season, and he bowled really well. He bowled a good line and length, so well done to George. I bet Keith will probably know the answer to this, but um, uh, Delphin Dobcross, we 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 have had an international goalkeeper that's played for Delphin Dobcross uh, in fairly recent memories. Uh, do you know that, Keith? Did you know which one? Um, I might have told you. There were New Zealand lad. Was that? Am I on the right? Lines? No, no, not at all. Uh, it's Andy Gorham. Former Scotland uh, goalkeeper uh, and yeah. Rangers. Yeah, he played, when he played at Oldham Athletic, he he, he played uh, half a season for Delft and got us in hot water because he was an unregistered player. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, back in our Saddleworth League days. Yeah, yeah. So uh, right. So yeah. Anyway, um, back onto cricket. Anyway, we digress massively uh, there. But uh, uh, Lassells Hall, uh, they've got back-to-back league wins now. They're up to seventh after they had a troubling time earlier on, and they fell into the bottom two. But Tom Whiteman's best score of the season, second fifty for Lassells Hall, and Gav Smith uh, took five wickets in reply there. Um, and that was that. That's uh, it for the championship. Well, quick mention in the conference. Um, uh, we'll go into uh, well, Emily Clarence um, uh, uh, won a real nail biter against Kirk uh, Heaton uh, by one wicket. Nine El- Emily Clarence batsmen in double figures. Uh, last last ditch reply. Uh, Hoyland's way in second, lead the table. Uh, one of two unbeaten sides in the conference. They top the table. Uh, Hamad Hul Hassan, uh, 105 he got for Hallbauer, and that's his. Uh, I think he's topped the runs for conference batters. Uh, Andrew, you've you've umpired Hassan, have uh, Hamad, sorry, um, yeah, uh, for Hallbauer. He scored sixty, I think, didn't he? Yeah, when well, n- no, you're not. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <God's sake. laughs> I mean, I'll just have to do this myself, no, aren't I? Don't, don't <laughs> do Domfin. You didn't get yeah. anyone I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff to do. But 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 no. I mean, I think that the um, if it's the guy that I'm thinking of, and I'm really not sure, but the 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 guy that I sorry the game that I umpired for Holbauer was in the Odd Fellows Cup against Cumberworth. Oh and, right, uh, yeah, yeah. I might uh, be looking the wrong I, one. And I don't think he played. Oh, all right, I yeah. I don't think he played. So yeah. um, so can't ask you about it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it was very good. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, and, and uh, th- second in the table is also Lepton Highlanders. Our former guest Jacob Mullall. Uh Steve, guess how many you got on Saturday? Well, I know how many you got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sh- well, we can't mention that, can we? No. Surely. No. Definitely not. Definitely what's not. His a- well, what's his let's... average now, Steve? But What's his I average now, Steve? <laughs> I don't know. Shall we message him and find out what his average is? Uh, no, you don't need to. He'll message you. What, do we, <laughs> it, is it is it league or, or league and cup average? I mean, he's on. Not, you know, he, he seems to go from one to another, doesn't he? Whichever's yeah. largest. I'm not sure, but but a duck can't have helped. No, he know. got oh, a duck. Oh shit! I mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, Look at that. The decks have been dry for weeks. Lovely sunny yeah. day. Batting yeah. first. Two hundred and fifty-two yeah. for eight. They got. Look to see what what shape we got. He's got zero. Yeah. I'd, I'd pencil him in for a hundred, yeah. And yeah. He's got none, yeah. Yeah, none. shocker, shocker. How, did he, how many did he get, Steve? Oh, he got none. Yeah. What did he get? None, none, none. Yeah, he got yeah. none. Less than one, then. Yeah, zero, yeah. nil, nada. Yeah. Yeah, nil point. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, Jacob. It will get better for you next week. I've, I've got a feeling um, someone's going to get the backlash on Saturday. Uh, anyway, his average is he's sixty three in all comps and seventy three point two five in league. Uh, he's he's actually one run behind Ul Hassan in the uh, the league. Uh, we need to keep an eye on that, don't we? We do. What, yeah. What's what's his what's his form like at the moment though? Currently, I mean. How um, did he get on Saturday, for example? Oh, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got, got, uh, uh, let me just check. Uh, yeah, researcher says none. So. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, cricket. It's an awful game when you're not getting any runs. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. So, uh, on to the Sites Cup. Uh, Sites Cup quarterfinals. Uh, Sunday the 30th of June. Lovely sunny weather. Uh, first, obviously, uh, Mystic Andrew called it. Um, unsurprisingly, well, Skelman fought. The cup shock of the round into the semis for the first time uh, since 2017, which is also against Broad Oak, uh, if you remember. But Andrew, last championship team who was in the semi-finals? Almondbury Wesleyan. Correct. Correct. Beaten by beaten by Delphin Dobcross. Beaten by who? 
by you. But, on a, but, on a, sorry, on I can't a, hear that. On a, on <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Just tell, yeah, say again, sorry. Go on. Jacob Mullall got a duck. <laughs> um, but uh, listen, yes. yeah. I, we, we, we spoke about this at the very start of the season and because of the, the situation that we're in at the moment, COVID and all that sort of stuff and people not moving around, you know, Steve mentioned this, that this was possibly the biggest leveller that the league had had for a number of years. Um, and, and I think that the fact that, that the way that Scalmanthorpe are playing, I think that that bears testimony to what was said earlier on, because I think it is. I think that, you know, you've got teams like Scalmanthorpe and the better teams in the championship. Should we be surprised if they're beating Premiership sides, I don't think we should really, because I think that it is a leveller. And, you know, am I falling off my chair that um, Skelmanthorpe have got to the semi finals? Certainly not. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they had a yeah, very, very uh, good performance there. Charlie Robot returned from injury, scored 54, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, we all know how powerful he bats as well when he gets in. So I think they just got him out at the right time. And uh, Joe Sykes, great weekend for him. He, he mentioned earlier he got 97 not out, and he got 57 not out in this. So that's 154 runs for the weekend uh, without getting out. So he's been a really centre centre of their uh, performances. Uh, they lost two wickets to go eight down before, um, well, uh, Keith's been here before. Uh, James Crosland <laughs> hitting the winning runs uh, in a, a big sites cup match. Keith, uh, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've erased that game from my memory. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> no idea what you're on about. yeah, yeah. He, 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 he hit six sometime, I think. Anyway, I, th- um, I think it, I think he could have hit four of them. I think and each one were bigger than the last. <laughs> Uh, amazing finish in that game, um, and yeah, yes, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll get uh, James on it some, in due course to go through them. Yeah, yeah, bloody hell, it, yeah. That were don't mention sloppy, but uh, I think from that game, um, yeah, it's good to see good to see Charlie Roebuck back and yeah. scoring runs. Obviously, um, Joe Sykes, obviously very dangerous at Skelmanthorpe, you know. And, and as I said earlier. That, they're a strong side at home, you know. They must back themselves to be anyone at home. You know, you've got Robo Robo in there and Cummins, who's a who's a fantastic cricketer, and and apparently they're uh, Sri Lankan overseas is a really good cricketer as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, well, they'll beat a few Premiership teams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they're, they're, that, that's yeah. They're a, they're a Premiership side, aren't they? So yeah, I think let's, so. yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll be seeing them next season. Yeah. Yeah, um, Moreland's they'll face, and they made their uh, third Sykes Cup semi-final by beating Barkisland. Uh, bad week, two defeats uh, over the weekend for them. Uh, <clears throat> Nadim Hussain, um, he didn't bowl. I think he might be injured, but he got forty-three with a bat and uh, batting seven um, to really dig dig them out of it and, and get them close. He got out towards the end. They lost three wickets in the final two overs, uh, and their young wicketkeeper Henry Crowhurst hit a four off the penultimate ball to win the match. So. That's pressure for you, isn't it? And uh, he's, he's come through there. Uh, I was at Skulls, um, of course. Um, I tell you what, Skulls played very well, very well. Uh, put us in, um, and they bowled, uh, well, uh, the, some catches. Um, well, uh, Lewis Brook took a really good one-handed dive in, in second slip uh, to take one. Uh, there was one caught on the boundary when he's leaning over the rope and just... Uh, just held held on to it. They were they were just they were just very good in the field, and they were up for it. Um, you know, and and just caught us on the hop really. So uh, that's the fourth time we've met in the Sykes Cup. Skulls have won three, and Delph have won one. Um, in 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 those uh, four four times, Josh Brook was a pick of the bowlers with four wickets. 
Um, and it was a second 50 for the weekend for uh, Bradley Burkhead. So they were worthy winners. Can't, no complaints to that. And, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, from Medelfa on good luck to Scholes for the rest of the competition there. Um, and Kurt Burton, uh, they, they they let slip a good opportunity, I thought, because they uh, bowled Hoyland Swain out for 140, which is what we, we had eyes on that when we had them at 85 for five the day before, but they managed to get away from us there. And, and, and Kurt Burton did the work right, uh, work, work well there. But uh, with Andy Smith with four wickets in that as well. But uh, in the reply, uh, well, they've just a very good team with the ball, aren't they? Mohamed Uzzer, uh four wickets for 35 runs in the reply, uh, which which eliminated uh, Kurt Burton quite early on. They, they hobbled to 77 all out in the end. And uh, yes, uh, and that's the uh, the Sykes Cup quarterfinals. Um, quick mention to the Old Fellows Cup, um, the uh, Emily Clarence Cumberworth. Lepton Highlanders and Burtby Rose Hill all won uh, their games. The closest looked at Cumberworth, which was by two wickets. Um, and they will play uh, in the semi-finals there. Um, and it was 2020 as well. We'll have to be quickly go through some of these. Um, uh, Golker, um, um, they've uh, won one and lost one now. Um, lost at Barkis Land, didn't you, Cobber? Um, it looked like a close game, to be fair. Yeah, very quickly. Um Close game, big crowd at Barkis Land. I always enjoy going to Barkis Land. It's a nice, nice spot, isn't it? It's um, a lovely spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah great, went went great to the ground. last over. Um, Matty Weston anchored their innings in the second half. Mm. We, we we conceded too many extras. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. They deserve to win. So yeah. fair play. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's one win. Uh, one win. So uh, you need to win on uh, Tuesday to uh, to book your place. Uh, uh, in the next round, uh, Armsys Bridge uh, beat uh, Honley, and that's their second win. So they go top of the group. Two wins from two. Chris Dennison uh, fifty. Uh, into Group Two, uh, well, uh, Shelley seemed to find the kryptonite against Almondbury Wesleyans. Andrew, <laughs> uh, yeah. first twenty twenty win for for Shelley, and uh, first twenty twenty defeat for Armsys Bridge. Martin Sykes looked in. Martin Sykes, go on, Sykes. Uh, Ninety four of forty two. Big Sykes. <laughs> I think I think he, I think he played his shot to uh, aplomb, didn't he? Really. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he'd have cleared the uh, the fences there a few times. Definitely, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he would. And Mrs. Cater will have moved a house. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, and elsewhere in their group, Moreland's uh, they they seem to be hitting the the runs again. Um, uh, won two from two. They top the group uh, so far. Five hundred twenty-seven runs for the tournament. And James Rawlinson, uh, the uh, only hundred in the uh, uh, which hundred and four from sixty-three. Uh, uh, well. Uh, uh, Braden Fortis, uh, son of Andrew Fortis, uh, obviously three wickets. Uh, so uh, I'm sure that um, uh, Andrew would appreciate uh, a mention for his lad there, Braden Fortis. Um, into Group Three, where I was at um, Delphin Dob Cross uh, versus Thong Bridge. Very good game. Uh, Thong Bridge won by 20 runs. If we're a bit tighter in the field, uh, and probably Thong Bridge could argue the same, but a bit tighter, we might have nicked that. Um, uh, we, uh, they've won two from two. We've won one, lost one. Uh, Ricky Marshall and Harry Franklin both got over fifty uh, for them, but we got off to a flyer. Lucas Selby again, forty-two off fourteen balls, uh, got us well above the rate quickly, uh, and we were, you know, we were, we were, we were, we were, we were looking good. Um, but James Thompson came on, got three wickets, uh, and kind of just snuffed us out a little bit, not stuff our stride, and we then lost wickets quickly. So it was a, it was a, it's. It's going to be tough to, to get out of the group now, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Slough it, um, two defeats for them. Broad Oak, first win for Broad Oak. Sean <coughs> um, Mee, the captain, with top score of 42 there. And finally, Kurt Burton. 
Uh, won by uh, eight runs against Shepley. First win for Kirkburton, and two losses in two for Shepley. Uh, and Andy Smith, 79, uh, and Luke's, Luke Patel, 59 for uh, for Scalmerfort. Both of them bat number one, so uh, that was a, an interesting fact for there. Uh, and Swain, uh, uh, they've won again, uh, but they, they beat Skulls. First defeat in six matches for Skulls. Highland Swain, two from two. Tom Brook, 58 for Skulls. Holiday, 48, top scorer for Swain. And uh, they also had uh, Iqbal and Rashid with, in the 30s, both for 35, not out. So that wraps it up. That's another uh, very, very packed show. Um, that's it from us. Uh, I'm sure Andrew and Cobber will join me in wishing you all the best, James, uh, for the rest of uh, the, the year with the fundraising. Uh, Harry's memory has got to continue to live on thanks to the amazing work you're doing. Um, it's been an utter pleasure having you on to give your story, so thank you so much, Keith. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been great to speak to you all. And, yeah, if, like I say, anyone that's listening, uh, if they want to come and join us on the afternoon of the, the Thursday the 9th of September, or if not, just... Uh, keep an eye out for everything that we're trying to do through the summer um, and anything that you can do we'd much appreciate and yeah thanks for having me on and I'm sure I'll catch up with you guys sooner rather than later during the season yeah um, this is the point where my teeth often fall out but so Andrew and Steve nothing fancy here it's just a heartwarming thank you to both of you uh, for helping me put another show together no problem no problem problem. thanks a lot Keith yeah cheers Keith and I think uh, I think the other thing is the fact that if there's anything uh, that you want or anything that you need then uh, don't be shy, mate, please. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate that. That's, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, stay in touch, Keith, and we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Brilliant, thank you. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Castle Hill Cricket Chat. We can't leave without asking for a small favour from you, so please drop us a review wherever you subscribe to your podcast, be it SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. It only takes seconds to do, and it really helps, honestly it does, as we get started on our podcast journey. Hope you tune in for our next show soon. We've got some fascinating interviews planned with current and former players, along with people who support the league in many other ways. We'll also be bringing you our match reviews every week after the weekend that's just gone. If you'd like to be a guest on Castle Cricket Chat to chat about your team this season or discuss a match you've just taken part in, just get in touch via the usual methods. Finally, follow the League Twitter account for news of the next episode dropping and subscribe to the League's official YouTube account too, where you may find the odd tidbit making its way onto there. You can find both accounts easily enough online. Thanks for tuning in and listening and until next time, we'll see you soon.